This is the podcast where we talk about everything sports and wrestling. This is the podcast where goofiness occurs. This is the Rant and Rave podcast, starring Brandon Martin, the Young Blood Outsider Jordy Scow, Eric Lima, Uriel Ibarra, Michael Bombardier, and Andrew Hawking as they talk about everything on their minds. Let the ranting and raving begin. Oh, man. Thank you very much, Alex. And welcome, everybody, to episode 166 of the Rant Ray Podcast. My God. Glad you, glad you could join us here this week. And, oh, boy, we got a lot to talk about in the world of wrestling. Oh, my God. But we'll get to more of that in just a moment. And, of course, I'm going to say right, right now, no fun fact or sports this week. Again, as mentioned, a lot of wrestling news that's happening this week. And we're going to get to talk about that once we get to doing the introductions. And also, we're just, and also next week is going to be the Christmas special, which we're all looking forward to that. Freeze and a day. On top of that, yes, that too. <laughs> Yes, and 10 days away from Christmas, and even 16 more days, and then we get to the brand new year of 2023. And with that, I'm Brandon Martin, which is the fighter, co-founder, co-creator, as one of the producers, and also one of six of the show. Next to me, as always... He's also the other co-founder, other co-creator, the director, second of six, the young blood outsider, Jordy Scow. As of tonight, in the next two weeks, once we get through the next two weeks, we have finally officially made it through an entire year while staying on the same time, same weekly day on Thursday, on on you know on a weekly basis. So, a many congratulations to us and also to the fans who have been supporting us ever since the start of this of this year as we head into 2023 with a fresh set of eyes because let me tell you 2023 will be the year for not just me not just for brandon not just for eric or andrew or michael or uriel but the year for r and r and you can take yes. that to the bank and speaking of bank i have a i, I mean i might have a little bit to say on someone who might be a, a bankruptcy to wrestling, but that's only to a person, not you know something that's already going bankrupt. So go ahead. Yeah. And with that, also with us is our other co-host. We'll first start off with Mr. Shenanigan himself, Eric Lima. Episode 166 of Rant and Rave, and I got a little bit of a dad joke for you. <clears throat> what do you get when Paula Abdul signs with the WWE and manages Xavier Woods, Kofi Kingston, and Big E? Give up promise of the new day. Oh, oh yeah. I thought you were yeah. gonna say Simon McCall yes, for a moment. Neverland, <laughs> Eric. I, I thought you were gonna I say Simon McCall for a moment, huh? I thought you were gonna say Simon McCall. 
Simon Cow, oh, hell no. Simon Cow. <laughs> I mean, Simon has a cow. Uh, oh, by boy. By the way, I want to point out also that we also rest in peace to Stephen Boss, a.k.a. Twitch. And yes, indeed. Uh, I was also, before we get going with the introductions, um, what was the name <laughs> of that WNBA w, uh, player that, that gets to come home to America from Russia? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. We talked about yep. that last week. I, I want to clear something up real quickly because I was told about this like last minute on Sunday after the episode had aired that, you know, there is some more to it to her for what she did and also of who she is and how she comes across as a person. I also want to keep in mind that for anybody who got offended of us cheering for her comeback to America, just know that we were just having fun. Sometimes we don't know the deets until it's, you know, last minute. But still, at the end of the day, we're all human here. So we're just going to do what yeah. we can to try and, you know, move past that. But I want to apologize for anybody who got offended because, you know, considering how the woman can be a bitch and doesn't listen to other people, considering of where she can or cannot do 420. So just want to move on from that and, you know, get that straight to the point. Yes, indeed. And with that... Continue on your introductions. Also with us is the one and only Buffalonia Bulldozer, Michael Bombardier. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 166. Glad to have you with us on this really awesome December 15th evening. I'll, I'll let you know something. Tomorrow's my birthday, so let's have a great time tonight. Tomorrow's your birthday? Yeah. Yeah, happy early day. Hey, look at that. There you go. There you birthday, 2D Bastard. Happy birthday, 2D Bastard. Birthday, 2D Bastard. Get your fucking gig. Back when Super Mario Logan actually had balls to actually have content on there that was Nintendo related. Actually, put effort. That's Chef PP. Oh, man. Chef PP, do you ever think of teaming up with Bob's yeah. Maybelline? You know, it's so funny that his name is Chef PP, and yet, for for being a stuffed puppet, I'm surprised that you know he never he never once were was identified as a male, whether he could show his PP or not. <laughs> Damn. I mean, the only thing uh, he had was a hand up his rectal cavity. Okay. Moving on. Jeepers. Uh, all right. You're lagging. You're a little bit. Also, hopefully, hopefully the yes. quality's good. Yes, again. Jeez Christ. But yeah, it's all good. No worries. All right. Again, where was I? Oh, yes. That's right. Also with us. Which can be the the main host and creator of a recreation that's going to be coming up though in January of 2023, which is going to be the dumb Dingleberries, as most of us are going to be part of it. Which is Uriel Ibarra, aka Ibarra Bros Studios. For thousands of years, I lay dormant. Who have to starve my? <laughs> oh shit! I'm live. I'm back! 
You, you fuckers miss me? Yep. I'm done with my studies and um, I passed my classes and here I am. I'm back. Back for more laughs. Back for more stupidity. Yep. Oh, right. Just for all time's sake. podcast, And I am back. Now, folks, now, some folks may be yep. wondering, where have I been? Uh, was I secretly fired? Was I dead? Nope. Well, I'll probably well, explain when I do. Well, almost. Almost. But, you wanted uh, to get fired, just so we're clear. That was maybe because I was falling for some, some guy's dirty trick. Yeah. Until, oh, yeah. I, um, until I sit the day. Remember this? You're my, you're my knight in shiny, you're my knight in shiny armor. You know what? That is true. Except I don't want to sound really gay about it. <laughs> I'm so, I'm, I'm just gonna be totally honest. This is sound really gay. You are my knight. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, maybe I'm gay. Or maybe they're stereotypes of bullshit. Your mother was a hamster and your father smelled of edelberries. Hang on a second. I'm going <laughs> to acknowledge some of these guys in the live chat. We got Jeffrey, the fan of game shows. We got Jose. We got uh, Mitchell Hill Jr. who also referenced Stephen Boss, a.k.a. Twitch, who I had to read off of to, you know, to talk about the recent death. We got Billy Moody. We got uh, RJB, who can't change his name until next week because he's Bully Ray 5150. And we got... The Godfather, Dominic Williams. We got um, Jack X33, and yeah, so far that's not who we got in the live chat. Anybody who's uh, uh, watching right now, go ahead and comment and showcase that you are watching the show right now. Godfather, Dom. But yeah, um, a lot of things you know may have happened you know behind the scenes. Understand this: we are not obligated to talk about what had transpired unless no. you know someone unless the other party does something stupid and tries to vilify the community that we're a part of so yeah for the time being my hands are tied and not so i need a boy scout so i like i like the girl scouts i like, yeah. I like those cookies yeah girl scouts are better because they have cookies I was gonna say something about that comment about needing a Boy Scout, but uh, oh yeah, leave that joke alone. Boy Scouts can you know can tie not. I know, I know, but I was kind of heading in a different direction. I am not going to do that. I am not going to sully the show. (laughs) Okay, and let's not forget about our other host who is you know once again with us. Yes, that's right. And finally, but certainly not least, we have the Canadian destroyer, Andrew Hawking. Good evening, everybody. And in case everybody knows that in the next two weeks, I won't be here because of work, of course. So I'll let everybody watching right know I will be here for two weeks. But I will return after New Year. So I wish everybody a Happy New Year and Merry Christmas to everyone. Yes. Like, you know, it's so funny. Okay, Andrew. can I, okay, correct me if I'm wrong, Andrew, but 
isn't your Christmas like the day after or before Christmas? <laughs> Everybody has yeah, there's Christmas. a thing called Boxing Day. Yeah, Boxing, boxing day. day. Took me years to understand yeah, what it is. Right. Boxing Day. Then we, then we, we can dress like Mike Tyson. I celebrate Christmas like everybody else. That's fine. Okay, as long as you're not cheating and celebrating th- uh, Christmas a month before. Uh, no, 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 no. I celebrate Christmas like like everybody else around the world. That's why. Jordy, I'll be, your, I'll be your Huckleberry. Oh my God, where's Dusty Rhodes? God rest his soul. I'd be Huckleberry if you will. I'll be your Huckleberry if you will. Your Huckleberry. If you guys don't know the reference to that, um, I'll have to show you guys. You know, behind the scenes, you know, you guys here, maybe behind the scenes clip, maybe you borrow of uh, what what that reference is um, about when Dusty Rhodes said to Triple H that I'll be your Huckleberry. You know, and it, it was a funny moment. This was like. God, it was almost like nine to ten years ago when that segment happened. And I am Groot has joined the chat. Adam, how are you doing? I know who that is. He told uh, me, he told me ahead of time that who uh, that he changed his name to um to something Groot, I think. But then it's also I am Groot. He told told us ahead of time yesterday at Wednesday. Smart. Yep. Yep. Anyway. We got a lot to discuss. Um, I re- personally requested that we do not uh, have fun fact of the week or uh, sports of the week because of these uh, topics that we're going to be covering right now as the opener of the show and the discussions of so many things that Too crazy. Have, really, have really come out of nowhere, out of left field. Out, it's about honestly, wrestling news, right? It's about wrestling, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Not just that, but I also want to give a shout out to where it's due. And also want to still apologize to the wrestling otaku of that exposure thing I did on him on RNR many years ago. Because considering how what happened, I mean, let's face it, a lot of people were into that wrestling otaku hate bandwagon. But I also want to give him a shout out for appearing unwillingly in a, in a clip that was used of one of his videos on. The freaking Nine Lives of Vince McMahon documentary on Vice TV. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it was a video called Why WWE Sucks. And not going to lie, I, I I am jealous as all hell. I, I mean, we've been talking mad sh- about Vince McMahon for the last three years, yet we don't have a, one of our clips or one of our podcasts being shown. Yeah, we got a little toxic turtle. <laughs> I'd heard of them. I remember, they 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 were like a tag team. That was at ninety three, but they didn't. Go. Well, it was like it was like turtles unaired. It was an but, unaired. Yeah, I just want to clear that out of the way. And speaking of Vince McMahon, let's get down to this real quick because I want to get this over and done with before some people go crazy, whether it's in the live chat or on social media in general. Now, as you all know, there has been rumors and speculation that Vince McMahon is going to be returning to WWE back into the creative role. And the reason why this is this is this is is because Vince still owns a majority of the company despite being no longer CEO or chairman of the board. Now, here's the thing. Vince still has a lot of heat on him. 
So it would be a very big travesty for him to come back and your fan base that, that comes to the arenas knows what kind of problems you're facing. So honestly, at, until I see him appear on WWE television, I'm just taking this news with a grain of salt. I'm not going to give too much input on it. But what I can tell you is, is that if they were to bring this man back, even though they had already said after 30 years he had finally, you know, retired, it would really make him look real bad because it's like, you know, it's like when Terry Funk has his last match, but then all of a sudden he has another last match and then so on and so forth. You know what I mean? Never knowing when to retire. As far as I'm concerned, I think think this whole thing is being taken out of proportion because some people just want to stir up fans to get them all riled up. And truth be told, I don't think it's going to happen because he's got too much heat on him, especially with a lot of, you know, new uh, uh, lawsuits that could be coming his way because of uh, women, you know, for, you know, privacy violations, I believe. So moving on from that, let's go ahead and talk about this. Um, I was told by a certain individual, you know, on Facebook, I already talked about this on, uh, Daniel Rolf's uh, channel, Tanuki Maru's stream yesterday of who sent me it. I'm not going to repeat myself, you know, out of respect, but I will say though, it has been said that Sasha Banks is reportedly done with WWE. Huh? Hmm. The whiny yep. little bitch ass. Who, for the, who's been like the Shawn Michaels of 96 through 98, is finally done. And I say, thank the good Lord we don't have to deal with her anymore. Because I am I was getting sick to death of her whining, her complaining, her moaning, her bitching. Every time she couldn't get her way, anytime she couldn't get this, anytime she couldn't get that. I mean, like, to be honest with you. The whole thing what happened with John Laurinaitis and also Naomi uh, uh, Trinity or Trinity Fatu, whatever you want to call her. Granted, that was a whole different story altogether, but still, Sasha Banks is the most unprofessional egomaniac I have ever heard and seen in this industry. And she reminds me a lot of Shawn Michaels from 96 through 98. I'm going that far. Because... She doesn't know how to be professional. She doesn't know how to be be business, you know, like. And on top of that, she she's just a cancer. I'm just going to say that, you know, bluntly. She is a cancer. And also, she makes, you know, statements of why she goes through this. Like, she goes through depression and blah, 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 blah. I've been going through so depression. I. I've been going through depression ever since, since 2020 after my brother died. And I still go through it. So don't act like you're better than everyone else making your excuses because at least you have a full-time job as a wrestler and you make lots of money off of it. God, I heard an echo. And yet, still, even I can prove myself a good point. But regardless, regardless, I am sick to death. I'm sick to death of her whiny bitch-ass self. I hope she goes away, move on from, from this from this industry. And, and if you want to go to Japan, fine. I don't care. 
But know this, you're going to be at Wrestle Kingdom 17 with Shinsuke Nakamura, but thank God you're no longer on the payroll because you, I, I've, I've had it with you. Same thing goes for Ronda Rousey, too. I'm sick to death. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, anybody got some input on this uh, new mm-hmm. development for Stock Banks? Just want to say um, I've been going through depression for um, since twenty yeah around twenty sixteen so um, and you, you don't see me being like um, Taylor Swift getting exactly. acting like a bitch and getting paid. Well, I say it, I think it's about time that WWE finally get rid of Sasha Banks because, like you said, Jordy, see always whining and whining and all that. Finally, they, they they finally get rid of Sasha Banks for good this time. Amen to that. Yeah, I'm, fine. I'm like, finally, we we don't have to deal with this. And like, and like you said, Jordy, you've been dealing with depression yourself. I mean, with with your brother, you know. At least, yeah. at least you don't. Uh, at least I won't uh, mention him for the second time. You know. No, no, no. It's but, good. At least I don't that would be like not show up all the time. I will say that yeah. at least I show up for all this. Yeah, I won't. I won't mention him a second time because that would be yes. the little most hanging fruit. But with Sasha Banks, I mean, oh good. If you want to, if you want to deal with the price, all I have to say is this: if you want to deal with this, is the Sasha. If you want to deal with depression, get out of the business. <laughs> yeah. Just walk away. Take a hike. It's, and it's away. a good thing that some people are admitting that they go through depression too because – and you know what? At least they're not making it as an excuse not to show up. Even Sasha making that as an excuse of why she wouldn't want to show up for work because she's having a lot of weight on her shoulders. One or two things. Get antidepressants, seek a, ther- seek a therapist, or, or get out of the business like Michael said. That's what I usually do. Yep. So, and it's cheap. Well, well, well. Here's a here's a comment from Andrew St. Clair. It says Sasha Banks was Snoop Dogg's as a relative. As long as she has Snoop Dogg's, that that's so long, Sasha. That's what Andrew St. Clair said in the live chats. I I despite being being relative to Snoop Dogg. Here's the thing: Snoop Dogg also appeared in AEW. You know, and yet it's possible she could go there too, and that that wouldn't surprise me. But then again, the last thing they need oh, to yeah. do is ego maniac in their women's locker room. I mean, it's bad enough they have Doctor Britt Baker in there already. So, oh yeah, I mean, I'll say this. I mean, not just that. Even though going a little bit off topic, though, I mean, Wrestle Kingdom seventeen has a full match card with the exception of one Sasha Banks. But knowing that she also might have to face, you know, she, a familiar foe, though, in one Kyrie, the IWGP Women's Champion. Wait, wait, the one known as Kyrie Sane? Yeah. You know what? I hope she lays an ass whooping on Sasha Banks like a real strong style Japanese wrestler. I hope she does. I hope she makes her bruised. I hope she makes her bleed. And I and I don't care if she makes her vagina bleed as if she's having her period. The fact is, 
Kick Sasha Banks's ass. Ah, so yeah. you're encouraging rape? No, I'm not encouraging. No, Michael, Michael said that. This is what Michael said that. Yeah, yeah, he's bowing. No, the thing is, I'm not encouraging <laughs> rape, Uriel. I'm encouraging for her to get 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 her ass beat to the point where she's bleeding anywhere. It doesn't matter where it is. If it's from her head, if it's from her, you know, from her boobies, her stomach, her vagina, and I don't care. I'm going to rape you, bitch. Don't forget hands, too. That, too, yeah. I mean, oh, wait, if you joke, oh, wait, if you make a joke about rape, about rape, it's not funny. Well, the thing is, yeah, I mean. No, it isn't. Well, okay, there, okay, there are times you can make a joke, you know, a dark joke, but sometimes as long as you're not going too far with it, so. Yeah, we all like it dark and long. I mean, I'm just saying. And by the way, um, I never, I never heard I knew about that, Jack. I, I mean, my sincere condolences go out to you and your twin, uh, Lair. Yeah. But still, I can understand and that. But yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I get, yeah, I got depression in me because my anxiety but, is that but, I've always had high anxiety. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to cut you off. I was gonna say, Brock, who sucks more, Brock Lesnar or Sasha Banks? Both equally suck. Need I say more? One knows how to be a part-time and son yep. of a bitch. The other just knows how to be a bitch in general. End of story. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, uh, I hope Kyrie kick, kicks the loving crap out of her. And so, Eric, we yep. have yet to hear your opinion, so go ahead, old wise one. Okay. <clears throat> on one part, on one side of the coin, it's sad for her to leave. Because there's lots of returns of ladies like Candice LeRae, Tegan Knox, and everybody else, <laughs> which is better than her. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. You know, uh, she has a, she has accomplished a lot in the WWE. That could be one good reason. I mean, think about it. Raw, SmackDown Women's Champ, NXT Women's Champ, Women's Tag Team Champion. She's she's a Grand Slammer. Except and, for the NXT Women's Tag Team Title, but that's a whole different point. And um, yeah. Uh, Keep in mind, she also, the last WrestleMania she competed in last year at WrestleMania 37, night one, she actually headlined and main evented that one, being the first um, first of two women to be the first black females to main event and headline at WrestleMania. Yes, yeah, I respect that. So, And I think, you know, that she has a lot going on. And um, it's in New Japan. Uh, her versus Kyrie saying that could be a big thing. I and mean, the WD's letting Shinsuke Nakamura face freaking great Muda. So wait, wait, M- Nakamura's oh, face. Yeah. Great Muda. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, is this gonna be Muda's final match? Because I thought he was gonna be facing Sting in his final match. I really don't know. Eric Sleeping Beauty. Uh, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. There, Kevin Daddy. Um <clears throat> uh. oh, he oh he corrected himself. Of course he does. Sleeping Beauty. So does that make? So does that make me Princess Jasmine? Oh boy. No, it just makes me. <laughs> <you a princess. laughs> That's how I feel like being today after hitting whammies on pressure luck. Anyways, yeah. So it's sad to see. Her. I think she is also the first of the four horsewomen of the WWE to leave that company. So. Oh my God, Adam just brought this up, and this makes a lot of sense. Uh, yeah, bitch ass Banks has been given more opportunities than what CM Punk did. Yet she she's even a wine she's even whinier. Exactly. Yep. So, 
But what's your thoughts and comments of her also being unprofessional as a professional backstage when it came to her walking out of the company multiple times? Uh, that's on Vince. That, that's on that's on Vince because you know, you know, if you want you know her name, we want to be respected, we want tag team competition and all that, and you know she. Gets, no, 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 no. I'm talking the multiple times she did that, not just oh. this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Multiple times. Well. You know what? I don't know what her issue is. To be totally honest, but uh, but the fact is that you know if she wants, I got to, a pretty mouth. Hmm. A what? Wait, who said what? Uh, is it okay? Uh, Seventy-seven in the chat said you put a movie, Ariel. You got a pretty mouth. Hello, Lar. How are you? you? Uh, oh, RJB said that. Oh my God, he retracted yeah. the message. Any, anyways. Well, these lips are good for blowing. (laughs) Anyway, Sasha Banks leaving. It's it's the WWE. It's kind of sad, sad. But I think the women's division can thrive without her because you still got Becky. Have to. Uh, yeah, you know, you still got Becky. You still got Charlotte. You still got Bailey, and and Becky and Bailey are the only two four horsewomen right now active. So yeah, except uh, Charlotte ain't active. You know, I'm starting to wonder is she trying to get pregnant or something? I really don't know. That's a good question. Oh boy, huh? That's a really good question. You're gonna need a lot of Viagra for that that one, Andrade. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, get, when they get like, Viagra, like, when you just like get more, beans. like more Viagra than what Ric Flair had to take the night when he first won the Intercontinental Title from Carlito. <laughs> oh, that was really funny. Oh. Or just follow Bert's oh, advice. Get from middle. He got out that limousine. He passed out. <laughs> no, that was Ernie. Uh, follow Ernie's advice. Get Viagra cake and Viagra milk. No, 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 no. It was um, it was a moment oh. back in WWE called. I think it was uh. Vengeance. Vengeance 2005. This was the first time we'd actually have the, 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 the draft still going between Raw and SmackDown. And it was the first and only time we saw the WWE and, you know, World Heavyweight titles defended on, on a Raw pay-per-view. And on that very night, Ric Flair actually won for the very first time the Intercontinental title. And later in the pay-per-view, he's having all these women, you know, and he's having them in the limousine, you know, having some champagne. And obviously, you know, banging them, of course, like a lot of them. And he's also taking a lot of Viagra. He, he actually uh, he he took, he took so much Viagra. He put a bottle. Intercontinental title. And there he swallowed it down with some champagne. And then when he got out of the limo later on in the show, he just passed out. He was like, like he had it like his trunks, like his freaking trunks was hanging down where his ass is showing. And then he, and then what he, once he does this, you're like. <laughs> and then he passes out. As if, you know. <laughs> this is magic Viagra milk. Oh, <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. Hold on. <laughs> this year for women's wrestling has been bad again. Ah, I guess you could say that. Thanks up and down. Depends on which company. It's an well, up and well, down. Actually, well, I'm not gonna lie. I think I'd have to no. say it for all companies because, well, except for maybe Impact, maybe NJPW, but as for like worldwide, uh, you know, companies like AEW and WWE, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, even after Vince McMahon retired, it's still not fixed up enough. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway, so. Yeah. Dan Lewis, chapter the very first time from Facebook. 
So, yeah, I know especially since she looks like her dad, he, he definitely is not going to be a 60-minute ma- male show. Oh, you're, he's talking about Andrade. Oh. Yeah. Well, I got to yeah. no, Milo was in the, in the chat. By the way, <laughs> just a heads up, one, um, sometime in the near future, um, there's going to be like a promotional promo, promo like video of – uh, my two alter egos, Macho Boy Jordy Savage and Nature Man Jork Flair, ready to build up for their epic match at, <laughs> at, at R&R Presents WrestleMania. Mm. And it will also have me, Jordy Scow, as the special guest referee, and J-Man's Legit as your, as your timekeeper, and oh. Jordan Little as your special play-by-play commentator. <laughs> the main stage is the Jordan Little. This ought to be fun. Which means what you're doing is a one man show. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I could wrestle a brute stick in a match yeah. with that. Uh, <laughs> wow. I wish I could have an ultra ego. Right, what about me? Shit, I forgot about Kermit. <laughs> Funny thing is, I'd be embarrassed <laughs> all at once, you know. But oh. anyway, um, getting back to um, what about Hulk Jordan? No, I, I think you mean Hulk Jordy or, or Jogan or whatever. Did I, did I just heard somebody say Alter Ego? Did I just Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it could be a street fight. All I'm going to do is take a baseball bat to the knees. Whammo! There you go. You're no longer seven feet tall. You don't know, that. You're more like five foot Don two. Said, Hold on. Hold on. Says, Hold, on. Hold on a second. Lair just said 38 plus, plus 31. Oh, no. It equals 99. We don't want that. Okay, I got, oh, I got something for you. 38 plus 31 equals mouthwash. <laughs> ah yeah! Wait. Oh, now I get. Oh, I said my math wrong. Hey, that's what she Goku mouth present. <laughs> All right, Dom said. Oh, that, that thing you do with your mouth? Not in front of Gohan. Well, if you. But anyway, um, moving on from the Sasha Banks topic, let's go ahead and talk about Matt Riddle. Bro. Yep. Okay. okay. Riddle me okay. this. Hold on, hold on. I gotta get. I gotta get get a snort of cocaine for this one. How <laughs> oh. <laughs> did that smell? Really? Are you seeing mermaids and unicorns? <laughs> okay. So, to, okay. So, basically, the reason why Matt Riddle has been absent from WWE television for quite some time is because he recently uh, failed a drug test. And apparently, because of this, he will be going through rehab until after after rehab is over and done with, he will be um, back on WWE television. There is no timetable set for his return, but rest assured, after he's done with rehab, he will be back in the squared circle. Hopefully before the rumble or maybe after. It all depends. Well, actually, there, Jordy, you're saying that you won't be seen on television for the next six weeks. So that would mean. Six weeks? Let me see here. 
Let me check my calendar. Six weeks. That's about close to, uh, let's see. Da, da, da. Don't do three. drugs. Like you go to hell, hell. please. Actually, actually, he'll be back before the Rumble, probably. If I get and there, and there is also going mm-hmm. a thing going around too that he may be finalizing his divorce and all. Wait that a second, hold on, because of the joke I made of the you know the mouthwash comment. Uh, what that's what your mom do will will do you when she cleans your mouth off. Oh, back in the day when I swore. Okay, here's my here's two words for you, Kevin Daddy. Oh, you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my. You guys don't know what I did there. That is a reference from Morty Combat from Lowbrow Studios. I suggest you check that out. It is funny as hell. Anyway, wow. One of the few things in the world. I'm gonna get presents. But anyway. Um, back to Matt Riddle. So now it's confirmed you will be back probably before the Rumble starts. Probably it won't be on Raw or SmackDown, but he might be back in time just for the Rumble. Well, the the World Rumble date is yep. not till January twenty eighth. January twenty eighth. Yep, that's be- yep, yeah. He'll be back in time for the Rumble. That's a month. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? Lucky him because he won't have to compete until then. <laughs> That's right. By the way, we still need to pr- make predictions for that in a later future uh, art or episode once we hit the final week before uh, <laughs> Rumble. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> so, um, anybody who has some thoughts regarding Matt Riddle's um, recent drug test failure and now forced rehab, uh, anybody give their thoughts about this? Don't do drugs, kids. It's very bad for you. Agreed. Let us grown ups yep. do it. Except, except cocaine is one hell of a drug, people. <laughs> yeah, and it could be another reason why Matt Riddle's off TV as well. Um, not just the uh, the drug rehab, possibly to deal with the, the divorce. Messi, oh, you mean Messi? Just take LSD with a, with a gallon; it'll do wonders. You mean that that yes. thing where he was um when he was um like uh uh. Like, well, I can't tell if he was framed or was caught for sexual assault. I think he, he was framed. No, it, it didn't. It, it, something else happened. I think that caused him to be divorced inside that. So, well, anyway, so probably is yet to be finalized and all that. He may be dealing with that. Probably should take some time off to be with his family as well. Lots of, uh, lots of, uh, you know, lots of things going in there. You know, talk about it is a holiday season. So, yep. So he should well, enjoy I, the holidays while he can before yeah, that. Yeah. I miss you know, Matt Riddle. Oh, I'll miss Matt Riddle here in these six weeks doing bro and playing the bongos and being Eliza's good friend and all. But yes, um, I don't understand why they should have him playing bongos for whatever reason because he was fine without him. Oh, it was it's like he's wanting to play uh like Donkey Kong Jungle Beat for the GameCube. <laughs> probably <laughs> Elias wants to, probably he wanted to start a band with Elias. Yeah, that's what that's the but nah, Elias Diddy Kong. To play Elias, Elias did his song. Elias. What about Diddy Kong Racing? Nah, you gotta play uh you know, you can only play uh bl- play that game with a controller. 
you can only play Donkey Kong Jungle Beat with actual, you know, bongo. Oh, bongo. Donkey mm. Bongo. I'm not kidding you. Uh, like, they may have remade it for the Wii, but, and you can only use the control, Wii controls, but if you play the GameCube version, you could actually play with the bongos, and there's a bigger DK, you know, um, thing on, on a on a corner. I don't know if it was the left or right one where it will showcase what your movement of what you're trying to do. Ooh. We'll see this about drugs. It did help the it did help one character um say this on wonderful phrase. All these squares make a circle. <laughs> Mr. Popo. Mr. <laughs> tell you what to do. Uh, All these squares make a circle. Godfather Dom decided to Oh, that was wise, Godfather Dom. Speaking of Donkey Kong, you're never beating Uh-oh. Donkey Kong. Speaking of, speaking of Anderson Clark, I just see, I'm receiving a message on Discord that he's enjoying, he's enjoying the show right now. He's enjoying Rain and Rave so far. I'm glad. I'm you, know, Dominic, you should be lucky that you live northern of the border because if it were up to me, I, I, would, I, I would put you over my knee, take my belt off, and Whip your ass for, for being such for, for being such a Romy kiss ass. Uh, hey, put it oh, this way. At least he's real. Yeah. Oh, you know what? That's true. I'll give him credit for that. All right. You know what? Yes, that's true. And you're not having a multiple personality disorder. Anyway. <laughs> that's what I said. And, uh, and anyway, other than that. Anywho. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just messing with you. Love you to death. Love you on my live chat. I got anyway, a bunch of belts laying around. Yes. So, um, wait, hold on one second. Oh, you're, you're not big enough to put anyone on your knee. Shut the up. Oh. <laughs> last thing I'd want to put you in. Got you there. Kevin, Kevin, the last thing I'd ever do is put oh. you on my knee. You know why? Because I don't want my femur crushed. Uh-oh. RJB40 says, uh, oh, boy. Oh, north of the border. I work at the border, so good luck ever trying to come over. <laughs> uh, I got a couple okay, things to say. Okay, oh, boy. I, I got a couple things. I'm border patrol, but okay. <laughs> oh, I got a couple things. <laughs> <laughs> what in the world, Muriel? Did you just turn into a seal? <laughs> Ernie, where is my freaking god ball motherfucker? Oh jeez! Don't oh. start books, you fucking retard! <laughs> All right. I got two things about this. Anyway, go ahead, Michael. I'm sorry. I got two things about this. Number one, I am I'm sad to hear that Riddle's uh, uh, suspended at least for like the next few weeks. I mean, hope I hope to, we hope to see him back uh, before at the Royal Rumble. And, uh, <laughs> And uh, Dominic, you said that he isn't going to do anything. Let me tell you something. I didn't know Fruit of the Loom made your Seattle Seahawks profile picture. (laughs) 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 Well... I don't know who made a Seahawks 
Browns picture, but I'll tell you one thing. It wasn't a Panthers fan. <laughs> oh. I'm a dick. I know. <laughs> well, we, well, we know he likes, he likes to be ball gagged. No, that's Ernie. <laughs> uh oh, Michael. Oh, really are, Dick. Decided to catch one off Russell Wilson in the end zone. <laughs> but anyway, I was out of stealing the Okay. I also want to say this for the record. Um, I think, you know, despite the results, I do think the game between the Seahawks and the Panthers was a good game, you know. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really mind if the Panthers lost to the Seahawks, if I'm being completely honest. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Gracie Waller. And we watched the Gracie Waller effect. Egg, this bro, bright. Oh, the arrogant oh, Australian second. Of which, we'll get to that very soon. We will get to the NXT deadline results oh, real boy. soon. And <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, I I want to ask uh, Andrew, what are your thoughts on the current suspension suspension of Matt Riddle while going re under rehab after failing a drug test? Uh, I like, 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 I, I'm, I'm totally speechless, speechless and shocked. I don't know why Matt Riddle took drugs. Like, I'm like, like, come on, serious, dude. You really, you really lose your wrestling career. Like, come on. He's got a point. If he, if he does that, if he does that again, there goes his wrestling career. Yeah, there goes second Lombardi. Got stolen yep. by Michael Butler. Cooks is very bad, kids. So just leave it to us all, guys. Yeah. Hold on. We'll use them responsibly for you. for you. I got something for you. This is crap. This is crap. <laughs> <laughs> this is crap. <laughs> Pee Wee's Playhouse. The 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 advertisement uh, warning um, not, don't do drugs and all that. That was hilarious. <laughs> Big dance. Da -da 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 -da. <laughs> now. Brandon, oh, what, what's your thoughts on this uh, uh, development of Matt Riddle and this uh, drug test failure and him going to rehab and after being suspended? Well, yeah, I mean, again, that's what Andrew said, though. I mean, it's kind of like familiar with Jeff Hardy with dealing with this shit as of right now, knowing, you know, going to rehab, all those other things. And then, and plus on top of that with the, with a, uh, with writing off Matt Riddle because of the uh, the beatdown by Solo Sokoa on Monday Night Raw. Think about and a that. way to write him off TV, of course. One. Yes, and that's the thing. And then, and he has been given that choice though to be either getting rehab or get fired, which he chose rehab, which is the best for him on that one. Hopefully, he doesn't do this. I mean, again. And if he doesn't, of course, there goes his wrestling career on top of that. Which, we don't, we don't, well, I don't call myself a bozo anymore. That. I call myself a dingleberry now. Thanks, Ma! <laughs> Actually, if she was oh. here, she was saying you're welcome. Yeah. But you're still known as the bozo because you are. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, in a way, yeah. Every time you heard the word bozo, it reminds me of George Circuit. Hello, bozos! 
third rate bozo the class. <laughs> Los Locos kick your ass. Los Locos kick your face. Los Locos kick your balls into outer space. When he was in the IWF, I believe. Um, but yeah, all I can say is for Matt Riddle, um, I hope you get all the help you need. Please uh, do what you can to finally get back in time before the Rumble because, you know, you are a fan favorite. And the last thing we need is for someone to lose their career over drugs. I mean, it's bad enough Jeff Hardy has to be going through this over and over and over. (coughs) If you really want some help, I suggest, you know, do what Jake Roberts did and the late Scott Hall did. uh, Do DDP yoga. If yeah. um, Lacey Lohan can go through um, rehab, you know, so can you. Like, it saved Scott Hall's life, you know, and at least it gave him a chance to actually, you know, want to live before his last day, you know, since this past March. And it still has Jake Roberts, and he's still living a good life. And he can actually see his grandkids and all that, too. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, now, for the moment we've all been waiting for, especially after what happened before and after this past year. We're showing our junk. No. On NXT. No, this is a very serious topic. And believe me, I I find it. Yeah, it is. This this is a very, and it also is kind of calling out a lot of hypocrisy from the WWE of how this goes up. Basically put, after there was some leaked nudes of photos and videos, either both on her website and another website in general, Mandy Rose gets fired for, you know, having nude photos and videos leaked. So someone, oh, so someone actually did um expose their um junk. To be honest with you, I mean, at least her her junk is more more satisfying than Chef Peepee's junk. So. I was, I was only making a goddamn joke. So was I. I never thought it was a segue. But yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and read off of a post <laughs> that I made. Because this is something I pointed out yesterday while AEW was going on. Hang on a second. Huh. There's a... Oh, uh, Jose sent me some. I think it was a teaser trailer for tomorrow for the bar, hashtag the Barbie movie. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. Oh, God. I kind of... Holy oh, shoot, mate. Anyway. the Barbie movie. So, I said this, I said this yesterday, we live in an age where when you fail a drug test multiple times, get arrested for DUI multiple times, and commit sexual assault maybe a couple times while employed with World Wrestling Entertainment, you get a slap on the wrist and a suspension. But if you have nude photos or videos leaked out on the internet while employed with World Wrestling Entertainment, you get fired. Can someone explain to me the logic behind how this makes sense?
So, honestly, I think it's a load of crap because let's think like this. Now, Gary did correct me in a sense of this, of the whole thing with Paige having her phone hacked and, you know, having, you know, having leaked out uh, sex photos of her, Xavier Woods and Brad Maddox. But here's the deal. At the end of the day, it was still exposed, yet yet she, at the time, was still employed. Matt, uh, Brad Maddox, I think he was still employed. Xavier Woods, he's still employed this very day, and he didn't get a suspension. He didn't get, get nothing. At least that's what I believe. And then you have, and then also there's a recent uh, thing <coughs> where Ricochet actually was demanded by fans where he finger himself, and that way his fans would take it and post it on Pornhub. And yet he doesn't get fired. Yet Manny Rose is going to get fired for doing something that, even though she was under contract, yes. And still, why hasn't other people that have, that I just mentioned did get fired immediately after said subject? I have heard too much. Honestly, I, I, I am really disappointed in the system of WWE. I, I am really, you know, embarrassed to even be a, a fan I've said product and they can't even get their shit together because, because of one of two things. One, you can, you can allow You can allow like sexual, you know, assault alts and DUIs and freaking um, assault, you know, charges and all that. But you can't tolerate a little pornography. When it's they fucking wrestling. And when they of course, some wrestlers are going to show their junk. If, I, if I'm being correct here, this company is, is, is sexually biased or, or yeah. gender biased. You keep Xavier Woods, you keep Ricochet. Oh, but you don't want to keep Mandy Rose. I will admit to this. Granted, she did wrong. Yes. But at the end of the day, why should she be the only one to get fired? Yet I just explained of people that have already done something exactly what she has done, and yet they still stick around. So if I'm a wrestler, if I'm a wrestler and I open an OnlyFans, I immediately get fired. I mean, when Vince was around, you couldn't even have a Twitch. Fucking yeah. You don't so wrestlers can't be gamers. Oh my god! Like look at look at Paige. She couldn't even. I mean, before she became Soraya in AEW, she couldn't have a Twitch or do streams on there. How are you supposed to interact with your fans then? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. People will say, "Well, there's social media," but here's the thing: social media is just full of shit. This is why. In fact, this is why a lot of people are losing their minds now. And people are, are over-stressing the imagination if Vince is going to return. And the thing is, I don't see that happening because he is going through, like, 
cancel culture up the ass. You know what I mean? So uh, I mm-hmm. hope he doesn't come back. I hope he doesn't come back either. But bottom line is, why should she get get fired when you're still having people like Ricochet and Xavier Woods who have done similar things? I mean, they kept kept Paige for as long as they did, and they only let Brad Max go because Brad was doing something that Vince told him to do during a dark match, saying the cocky pricks towards the fans, and then only used that to only fire him just to make an excuse. That's all he wanted to do was get is make an excuse to try and you know fire Brad Max because again, he just likes to ruin potential. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, just, I mean, Mandy Rose had one of the greatest title runs in NXT history, and yet she's dropped like like a sack of potatoes. Potato. Oh yeah, this mm-hmm. is crap. This is yeah. bullshit. I I'm not gonna lie. I think it is ridiculous how the system is being operated. I'm not necessarily blaming Triple H. I'm just simply blaming the the, the real head honchos, not just creative, as it were. Uh, there goes the chances of a rest of a WWE wrestler opening up in OnlyFans. <sighs> but anyway, uh, what are your guys' thoughts on this uh, development regarding Manny Rose? I'll just start with uh, Brandon. I mean, look, when I saw that, I was basically looking at this. I mean, it was a it was a bad move to fire freaking Mandy Rose. And the thing is, and also, she also, it was due to another thing. It was her fan time page as well, her own content. I mean, the thing is, if she would have retained the title, you know, like let's just say that. That's a big IF on this one. If she right. would have retained the title, she would have kept her run going, but despite the firing bullshit, and she would have at least dropped the title, you know, at least go at NXT Vengeance Day, breaking the record still. I mean, continuing her run as the NXT Women's Champion. And now we get this shit. I mean, good gosh. And also... Not to mention, though, another one as uh, the, one of the Usos. Let's not forget about that. Mm-hmm. You know, with this, uh, I'm trying to think, with all this crap, <coughs> all that shit, and became <coughs> WWE Tag Team Champion. That's right. They became the undisputed tag team champions even after one of the Usos. I think it was Jimmy or Jay that got arrested for DUI. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talk about exactly. Talk I mean, about you know, driving under the influence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But still, again, with Mandy Rose and the and WWE, and for WWE, that was a bad move to fi- again fire Mandy Rose for like a lot of her. Yeah. I mean, oh, Jim Uso there, uh, Mr. St. Clair. Okay. 
Thank yeah, you it was for that. Jimmy Uso. Of course it was Jimmy Uso. I mean, I mean, Jonathan Fatu is pretty much the only Uso I can probably um, think of who's gotten more DUI arrests. <clears throat> but, but yeah. Uh, again. And then, okay, sure. Let's go back. I mean, there's some things you could do and some things you can't do. Like, say, for, like, OnlyFans and freaking now the fan time page and all that other stuff. <coughs> okay, sure. That's understandable. But, again, again, another bad move by WWE itself. Not just Triple H, though. That's not the one to blame. But the, the higher-ups, <coughs> to be exact. <clears throat> They're the ones who make the final decision, mostly. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Uh, yeah. Again, bad move. Big time to fire Mandy Rose. And, and I'm yep. done. Anybody else want to talk about this? Uh, oh, okay, okay. Mandy Rose made a really, really bad decision. And Brandon Martin is absolutely right. Mandy Rose should, should never, never pose new to any other like only fans or anything. But she has uh, she made a really bad mistake. She made a I really can, bad mistake. I can agree with that. I mean, she should never have had those uh, photos posted or anything. But yeah. I don't think it's fair for her to get fired, even though other people have done that are are currently employed with that company have done hmm. exactly much worse than she has. I yep. smell a lawsuit. <laughs> well, uh, well, it's like when Vince McMahon has a final say, say on everything. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like, there's going to be a lawsuit coming. And get this, just because because Mandy Rose did something that she shouldn't done against company policy, that does not make her a bad person. But what it does mean is that the system yeah. is biased. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. We all break the rules sometimes. I try not to break the rules, but then again, mm -hmm. I'm much of a troublemaker, and a lot of people try to cancel me. So yeah. <laughs> At least I don't go constantly mention people or go after them like a freaking pest. So, so yep. So, Uriel, what are your thoughts other than the comment of you smelling a lawsuit happening in the near future? Hypocrisy. So let's just say uh, it's like I said before. Let's just say uh, I'm a wrestler and I decided to open up an OnlyFans. I'm Ellie. I get fired. Which bullshit. Yeah. If if they're okay with rape, but they don't accept like um showing their like their privates, that really tells us something. Oh yeah. And plus, and plus, wrestling has always been explicit. It wasn't always like this, except a lot of dark secrets come out into the light. So all I gotta say is fuck. They're fucking contradicting just pieces of shits. I agree. 
And the worst part yep. is that after Vince McMahon retired it back in late August. And we haven't uh, been through a whole year without that son of a bitch. Just when I thought they were improving. <clears throat> and you know what? AEW isn't even doing any better itself. Even though even though they have MJF as their world champion, no. I will give them props and kudos for that. But still, it doesn't change the fact that their ratings have been, been you know been going down the damn toilet for quite some time. Now look at WWE, they're going up. They, well, they might be going down if they're not if they don't know what's good for them because they're going to get a lot of backlash for this kind of crap. At this point, wrestling could be might as well just oh, yeah. be dead in twenty twenty three. This is why I would stick with with other com- with other companies that are legit real wrestling companies, like let's say real uh, strong style wrestling companies like New Japan Pro Wrestling. Because to be honest with you. I have not heard of an incident that has ever taken place in that company that has filed any kind of, you know, sexual scandal, any lawsuit or anything like that. I, I mean, there hasn't been, right? I don't think so. Good, because... A lot of strictness up there in Japan. I mean, at least... Oh, yeah. You know, at least Japan actually has, you know, better, you know better company values and all that stuff so plus japan has animes well yeah japan does have great animes i will give it that too all i can say is this yet what mandy rose did she probably broke uh something in the contract that cost her to got fired and all that she probably broke a clause or something like that or breached the contract by doing the fan i'm an only fans thing but like i said you know the wwe had superstars proposal playboy like sable tori wilson Christy Hemi, Maria Canellis. I mean, let's not forget Shawn Michaels with Playgirl. Yeah, Shawn Michaels played with China posed for for Playboy as well. And so, so what, yeah. And again, what di- and, and and like I said earlier, why should Ricochet or Xavier Woods <laughs> and, and all that you know be still employed when they've done exactly similar stuff? Even though one of them was unintentionally leaked, you know, by a hack, you know, by a hacker, while the other one was <laughs> actually intentional. By his own, <laughs> it just doesn't make sense how they're still employed yet. They want to let go of Manny Rose for doing like somewhat what they've done. Well, yeah, so yeah, it's really sad to see Mandy go. We'll see what toxic attraction does. To be honest with you, my favorite toxic attraction member is Gigi Dolan. Um, so, um, so we'll see what happens. Well, the huge and the other plan was that Roxanne Perez was going to use that title shot for New Year's Evil and beat Mandy Rose there. The plan was. Hey, Play, but then this, this situation changed everything, and decided to give and maybe yeah. drop. I'll say this though: at least it gives uh, Roxanne Perez to be a top star in NXT. So yeah, yeah, and she's only what twenty one years old, twenty one, and she's got a bright future. Yeah, for a J twenty two. Funny, I'm a year older. Yeah, so it's so you know it gives the other women of NXT an opportunity, a huge opportunity. You know, to make it with the old and with the new. Nikita Lyons is like 26 years old, I believe, 25, 26. I mean, you're talking about some of the young ladies, you know. <clears throat> so, a lot of these other young women, you know, they have a huge opportunity. Thea Hale is the youngest, I believe, around 19 or 20 years old. So, it's uh, no, that's a real nice, Chuck. I might have to check that really? out. Really? So, huh. So, anyway, so. Yeah, it's sad to see Mandy Rose go. It'll be interesting to see where Toxic Attraction goes from here. 
Honestly, um, if they were up to me, I would just expand it all together because and have the two members that are left of that roster to have a rivalry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. I can. T- I know there's going to be a lawsuit. Yeah, there. Ha- yeah, there's going to be because here's the thing. I mean, there. I mean, you can't. Can you can't not expect that? You know. Yeah. <sighs> <clears throat> So, and every time when I say something, I'm right. Hey, same here. Just look at last month. Need to say more. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I know I'm a dick. Um, but anyway. Yeah, you hate it when you're always right. Exactly. Um, but Michael, uh, what are your thoughts on this uh, debate? Oh, oh man, uh, I'm gonna be serious about this for a moment. But, if, but in regards to the lawsuit comment that I think you're real, man. Lonely fans, you wanted to pay. <gasps> <laughs> it's been a year since we since you created that term. <laughs> but, oh yeah, like that's said, true. Oh like, my god! But like I said, like I said, with Mandy, this is the only, this is the only uh, uh, one that I'll be serious about. Uh, like you said, uh, Mandy yeah. Rose had quite the title reign as NXT Women's Champion and right. dropped the belt to Roxanne Perez a couple of nights ago and then see her go immediately following that. I mean, I just... Somebody's got to bring her back immediately. I mean, she she doesn't deserve that. I mean, I, I admit what she did was wrong, but you can't, you can't fire immediately after losing the title. I mean... That is true. I mean, like, that's like... I mean, like, even though A. Guerrero got fired for DUI stuff, but still, with That's with, cool. Mandy, with Mandy Rose, oh yeah, he got fired. I think it was in uh, two thousand one, I believe. Eddie got fired in uh, for a DUI charge, and oh. it's true. And, and let me tell you something: Eddie's life was, you know, really going downhill because of you know of drug problems and alcohol problems. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he was like an old five. He, he was right? in bad shape, and even, and I would say. At the time, WWE was in the right for doing that because at least it gave Eddie a time to try and, you know, heal up, rehab himself, and then come back better than he ever was. And it, and it led him to becoming the, the, one of the greatest of all time when he became tag team champion with his nephew Chavo. Uh, WWE champion. The, the inaugural WWE United States champion of the, of the WWE line of the United States title line. And, of course, later WWE champion beating Brock Lesnar at the No Way Out pay-per-view that was hosted the only SmackDown pay-per-view hosted by Paul Heyman under his regime as SmackDown general manager. So, but other than that, I will say though, I hope Mandy Rose is brought back. Hopefully sometime in the future soon. If not, then the door is always open for her to be in AEW or impact wrestling, or maybe even Japan. Who knows? Yeah. But I will, but I will say this. Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, like I said, she deserves to have a comeback, and, and and you know something in regards to toxic attraction, I wouldn't be be surprised that they were were brought up to the main roster. I wouldn't be surprised if they broke him up just to put him in a rivalry. Well, they are, they are part of a triple threat match for the te- NXT Women's Tag Team Titles coming up this Tuesday. So, to, so we'll see what happens after that. Match. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's a good opportunity. Yeah, Mandy Rose. Yep. 
It's a good opportunity yeah, Manny, to pray the yeah. other. Yeah, but but again, Mandy Rose is the only one I'll be serious about. I mean, she definitely deserves a comeback, certainly. I agree. There is no way she deserved that. No way. It's bogus. I mean, here's the thing. I have done and said things that I deserve to no longer be on here on this platform or be on the show. But at the end of the day, at least I'm going to own up to my mistakes and my wrongdoings like a man. And even though I don't deserve as many chances as I got, it's still, at least I'm still improving. I'm still being a better person. And at the end of the day, at least I know how to, you know, make people smile. And that's the one thing I only want for other people to do, to have a good time. We all done regrets in our lives. I think Mandy Rose, if there's one thing I think she loved doing was performing in front of fans that loved her, you know, not just as eye candy, but also as, you know, as great. Well, I like candy. It's eye candy. It's eye candy as in, you know, like, sick. Oh, are you so... always, wait, are you this stupid or you, do you do this just to annoy me? <laughs> What's the third option? The other option could be where you could be be tossed over the other side of the border if you don't watch your big mouth. I'm I'm go uh -oh. I'm going with the first option. Very good. Anyway, that's gonna probably be it for the um. Yeah, he's that stupid, and so and it, and his comment got held. Why did RGB comment get get held up for review? That's stupid. Wait, what? All because he was saying. Yeah, all because are you saying that stupid is a bad word? Is about as bad as the N-word or fag? Probably. Oh, God. I, I don't understand why his comment got held. It's, you, it's not... you got to be fucking kidding me. Let me guess. Is Mark Zuckerberg taking over YouTube? Look. I heard, I heard oh, that. God. I heard that. Um, <clears throat> Messenger wasn't working earlier. Messenger was working just fine Oh, earlier. my God. I heard that. I, I, I think it was word. wrong. Nah, it must have been Roman. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I am, I am uh, stupid. Well, how do you the think? How, how do you think I can relate to Goku? Uh, uh, Zuckerberg, I'm the only Mark I know who fools Mother Nature. Uh, a lot. Why? Like, I prefer you did it, <clears throat> but then he's never met King Kai. Hey, Gohan, hey, you get to meet King Kai. Meet King Kai. <laughs> But anyway, um, that's going to be it for, the, for the topic regarding uh, Mandy Rose. Um, you know what? We'll give our give the results of NXT Deadline and NXT and uh, I mean, excuse me, ROH Final Battle. I'll give the results for ROH Final Battle, while Brandon will give the results for NXT Deadline because we respectfully uh, covered uh, these events. Uh, me with ROH, him with NXT on our channels. So we'll, we're going to take this um, commercial interruption, and then once we come back, we will give the results for both events that happened this past Saturday today on the afternoon and on night. So there you go. But, yeah, with that, I mean, let's go ahead and get into those uh, beautiful, wonderful advertisements, you know, be, with the Bros and Shoot with Jesse Carr and James Bernard Jr., 
25, Alex Paris, and of course, Scorpion, Jeff Drop, aka Leon Calabara. And we'll do those results on respectfully for Ring of Honor and NXT Deadline. And we'll do that after these words. So don't you dare go in. What's going on, rant and rave listeners? Do you like listening to wrestling interviews? Well, you're going to be going to the right place. Come check out my podcast, The Pro Wrestling Shoot, with your host, Jesse Carter, where we do interviews with pro wrestlers, music guests, reviews of current product, and reviews of old product. If you like listening about wrestling, you'll love listening to my show. Come check us out and give us a follow on Facebook at The Pro Wrestling Shoot, Instagram at The Pro Wrestling Shoot. On Twitter, you can follow me at Carter Inc., C-A-R-D-E-R-I-N-C. And then we're also going to be doing some live streams on Twitch and YouTube shortly. You can follow us on there at the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Go ahead and go over there and give us a subscribe so that way that you know when we're going to be dropping content, you'll be notified right away and you can get started on the action. Come on over to anchor.fm to follow the podcast, the Pro Wrestling Shoot. You can also catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, anywhere you get your podcasts. It's available everywhere. Come check us out. All right. Let's get back to what's more important, and that's the Rant and Rave podcast. Are you bored? Are you looking for a YouTube channel that features the best game shows created on YouTube? Are you looking for entertaining TV shows and live streams all created by Alex Paris? The 25 has your answer. We feature the game shows, we feature the most entertaining TV shows, and we have some awesome live streams for you to enjoy, all created by Alex Paris and his wonderful staff, The 25 KAPR TV, only on YouTube. Are you looking for a channel that has viewpoints you always wanted to say, but were hesitant to say? A channel that does not support censorship from big tech monopolies and promotes free speech even what's said is controversial. A community that will make you feel like you're part of an actual brotherhood instead of just a number that will be tossed aside at any given time for any rhyme or reason. A YouTuber that does not give a damn what others think of him and will stick to his morals, regardless of the consequences. And a YouTuber that will help out smaller channels that the higher-ups at YouTube has long since abandoned. And the YouTuber that will give you the voice and a platform if you are not given one. If any of these apply to you, subscribe to the Scorpion Death Drop, aka Liam Colavera. The content there ranges from rant videos, live streams, open forums, and other upcoming content to enjoy. Scorpion Death Drop, real rants, no sugar coating, no bullshit. Subscribe for daily content. You can follow Liam Colavera on Facebook and on Twitter at templaking underscore as DD. And other social medias will be linked in the description of every upload so you don't miss out on all the action. Liam Colavera, K.A. The Scorpion Death Drop. Subscribe and join the Crow Templars today. And now back to our hosts, the Rant and Rave Podcast. Okay. I think there's still- there we go. Sorry about that. Thank you very much, everybody. There's still All right, a bit we're of- back. But once uh, again, we're- yeah, it's all good. 
Okay. All right. But yeah, as mentioned. Let's go ahead and get through these results. After I get through with these uh, results, I'm going to get something situated. And I'm talking about the ROH final bow results because I know uh, Brandon can cover the NXT deadline results. And then after that, we will be getting uh, all of our topics. Hopefully, we can get it over and done with before we hit the two-hour mark. So let's get this situated, all right? Yes. So let's go ahead to ROH Final Battle 2022. And let's go right here. It was an unprecedented uh, final battle. This was uh, live the last Saturday night um, in Arlington. Arlington, Texas. Well, people just shut up. I'm trying to say the word. Arlington, Texas. Texas? Or Texas? Yes, it's Texas, not taxes. Arlington, Texas. (laughs) I don't know anyone, Texas. Anyway, and this card was really stacked. The pre-show card of Zero Hour was, you know, had no titles on the line. The rest of the card did have titles on the line, which five of them changed hands. One of them was able to be a retain. We'll go through the um, the Zero Hour first. Jeff Cobb defeated uh, Mascara Dorada in under seven minutes. Mascara. And next, the Jericho Appreciate Society, Angelo Parker and Matt Minard defeated uh, the Shinobi Shadow Squad, Cheeseburger, and uh, Eli Izzam in a tag team match under 5 minutes and 55 seconds. Willow Nightingale defeated Trisha Dora by uh, pinfall under 6 minutes. Top Flight, Dante Martin and Darius Martin defeated the Kingdom Matt Taven and Mike Bennett with Maria Canellis Bennett by pinfall under 11 minutes and 20 seconds. Also making that match, obviously, the match of the, you know, of the night of a pre-show. Next, we go into the main card. We got Blake Christian and A.R. Fox defeating La Faclan and uh, Inga Bernab. La Faction Ingonables. Rouge and Drillastico with Jose the assistant and Preston Vance. Shockingly, by a controversial call by the referee of a pinfall. And after the match, Blake Christian and AR Fox were completely gotten the crap beat out of them, all because of that bullshit call. And next, we got the first championship match that would be the first one on to, to be showcased on this card. Athena defeated Mercedes Martinez by pinfall to win the ROH Women's World Championship. And Athena did this in her in her state of Texas. So, again, kudos to her. Next, we got the, the last um, uh, non-title-like, you know, uh, matchup, which has nothing to do with titles. We got Swerve in our glory, Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee defeating Shane Taylor Promotions and Shane Taylor and J.D. Griffey by pinfall. Where, shockingly enough, during the match, like at the closing moments of the match, Swerve Strickland left Keith Lee high and dry due to a a mistake that Keith Lee made by, you know, accidentally uh, striking Swerve when he was actually going after the opposing team 
And after Swerve, you know, left Keith Lee high and dry, Keith Lee was able to win the match all by himself for him and his partner that walked out on him. Shockingly. Now for the rest mm-hmm. of the title matches, we got the Embassy, Brian Cage, and the Gates of Agony, uh, Koan and Toa Leona with Prince Nana defeating Dalton Castle and the boys, Brandon and Brent Tate, by pinfall to become the new ROH World Six-Man Tag Team Champions. Next, we got Wheeler Yuta defeating Daniel Garcia by, by a referee stoppage in a pure wrestling rules match for the ROH Pure Championship, once again, being the champion uh, two times. And next, this is what I consider a match of the night, and I called this match as if I were a commentator myself. This was pretty much the greatest dog collar match I've seen, you know, other than CM Punk versus MGF. We got the Briscoes, Jay and Mark Briscoe, defeating FTR, Cash Wheeler, and Dax Harwood, by, again, re- referee stoppage to win the ROH World Tag Team okay. Championships. Once again, this match was the longest one on the card, and it was only 22 minutes and 20 seconds, and it was a bloodbath. Blood was flowing yeah. like a river with, with Jay Briscoe and Mark Briscoe. Then later, FTR were bleeding. I'm telling you, this match... Obviously, match of the night candidate. I mean, I mean, I would say this is a match of the year candidate, but you know, again, I still have the Hell in a Cell and Josh Alexander and uh, you know, um, Speedball as a you know, as a match of the year candidate as well. So, but still, Bravo yeah. to Briscoes and FTR. They really they they stole the show. This should have been the main event, in my opinion. Next, we got the only yep. match that had, had a title retained. We had Samoa Joe defeating Juice Robinson by pinfall, retaining the ROH World Television Championship. Now, if Joe had lost, this would have been the very first pay-per-view in ROH history where all the titles all in one night would change hands to new champions. And speaking of championships that change hands, the final match is the main event where if this person lost, he would would have had to join the Jericho Appreciation Society Claudio Castagnoli defeated Chris Jericho via submission while using the swing to win back the ROH World Championship, which I have never seen done before, ever. I've never seen anyone give up or 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 submit to a spin that again. I mean, it's always been used as a way to, you know, to get the blood rushing to someone's head. I did not expect, you know, for this to be used as a submission tactic. But nonetheless, Castanelli won the title back from Jericho. And this event, I'm going to say right now, was awesome. This event itself was awesome. Eric can attest to this. He was there with me. I mean, this event, I'm not going to lie, it was even better than NXT Deadline. I mean, if I'm going to be totally honest. I mean, nothing nothing against Brandon for covering it. But I think this match, by far... I mean, I bet I, this event by far was pretty much my favorite right here for December. So mm-hmm. that's going to do it for the uh, results for final battle. Um, now, uh, Brandon, you go ahead and cover uh, NXT deadline and get through the results. And after that, we will go through our topics, you know, real quick. <laughs> 
Now, if you guys excuse me, I'm going to get some stuff situated. All right, no problem. Yes. We have this one. We have Roxanne Perez by defeating Zoe Stark, Cora Jade, Kiana James, and Indy Hartwell in the Women's Iron Survivor Challenge and again to determine the number one contender of the NXT Women's Championship. Again, Perez getting the win over Stark, Jade, James, and Hartwell. And very deserving to be exact for Roxanne Perez. Very deserving indeed. And now we get into this uh, next matchup, which is the following. Isla Dawn by defeating Alba Faya, which is kind of like with the uh, the guru of one Papa Shango in a way, you know, mm-hmm. removing the middle turnbuckle. And then it, it, we already knew that was coming either way. Fire tactics and all that. Don getting the win again over fire. Got to mention the first the first matchup was 25 minutes. This one was close to a 10-minute matchup, was only 9.52. And then this next matchup for the ta- NXT Tag Team Championships, the New Day beating pretty, pretty deadly to become the new. And I'm going to say it, W-W-E-N-X-T World Tag Team Champions. Yep. Well, congratulations to the food day, man. Triple crowners. Yeah. Triple crown indeed. And now... We get into this next matchup, which is the men's Iron Survivor Challenge. Grayson Waller, of all people, beating Carmelo Hayes, J.D. McDonough, Joe Gacy, and Axiom. Uh. Gets the face, which we'll get to the main event in just right here and right now. Again. Another 25-minute matchup, which is surprising <coughs> for the people, which is a limit of 25-minute challenge on that one. All right. And now we get into the main <coughs> event as for, this is for the NXT Championship. Ron Breaker beating Apollo Crews to retain the title. Time was 14 minutes, 34 seconds. And then... With that, the winner of that man's Irish Survivor Challenge, uh, Grayson Walla, attacked Ron Breaker. And with that, fading to black to end the show. But, yeah, I mean, as mentioned, though, I mean, it was was still a good show, though, but the overall though uh, show winner was for for the for this past Saturday was of course Ring of Honor Final Battle mm-hmm. was the overall show. But yeah, I think that'll do it for NXT Deadline for 2022. Now we get to the topics from each of us on this panel. 
open fight night. And the first person to talk, though, will start their topic. Well, just to get this over with, for us of the week, of course. <sighs> Alrighty. A lot happened with Impact, Rampage, Ring of Honor. Uh, again, like you said, Briscoe's and FTR had a war, and, th and that was really exciting. Over at Deadline, of all yep. people, well, Grayson Waller, really? That second streaming of Tiffany Stratton? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's ridiculous. Uh, um, but then last night's Dynamite, remind, one of the matches reminded me of the time that X-Pac, formerly known as the 123 Kid, uh -oh. defeated... Oh, Razor yeah. Ramon on episode of Monday. Oh, Night I Raw. think I know where you're going with yeah. this, Michael. Well, I think well, yeah. well, he, well, he's not gonna, well, he's not gonna get it this week. But I'm just gonna mention it. Action, Andretti pins Chris yep. Jericho with a shooting star press, and is all elite immediately following that. Yeah, I, I doubt it. Now, granted. He's uh, he's not getting nominated this week, but over at Impact last week, my God, I think I'm going to call this a tie. These two, all right, stole the show last night, almost sixty minutes nonstop, in a tie for this week. Josh Alexander and Speedball Mike Bailey. Ah, uh, yep. Yeah, I agree. These two, yes. These two showed us in, in in over fifty-nine minutes what pro wrestling is all about. Absolutely. Yes, yes, <clears throat> yes. That was the match to see. Because yeah. man, man, those folks in it. The audiences at Impact were really pumped, you know, for for almost sixty minutes worth. So Josh Alexander, Mike, but, well, this is fun fact. This is Josh Alexander's second time getting this nomination. She he got one, uh, yeah. I think earlier in the. Uh, early in the year, early in the, uh, yeah. Like, so, Josh Alexander, Speedball, you're getting it. Both of you are getting it this week, and that's the end of my top. All right. Um, we're going to keep with keep a wrestling topic. I was going to talk about Action Andretti upsetting Jericho. Um, people, uh, Tony Schiavone called it the upset, uh, upset, uh, upset of the decade, and it was a huge so congratulations to Action Andretti. Um, another young lady made her WWE debut on the main event show on Hulu, if you haven't checked it out yet. Um, Kylie Ray. Yeah. will be going, you know, Kylie Ray will be going by the name of Brianna Ray. And she fought uh, Dana Brooke one-on-one, -on -one, lost to Dana Brooke. So um, a lot, you know, I don't know if that's going to be a one-off deal or what. And I know she's been through a lot. 
you know, in her career and all that. You know, she's been in NWA, Impact, and also she was trained by Booker T to um, a reality of wrestling as well. So uh, will she, you know, will she make her NXT debut or what? We don't know. Um, right now, she didn't make her debut in um, WWE's main event. Um, and like it's a losing effort. So uh, congratulations to Kylie Ray to see if, I don't know, if that's going to be, a, I guess, again, a one-off deal or what. We'll see. So, and she had a tryout. Her and Casey Navarro had a, try, a tryout. So it looks yep. like you know, she was given an opportunity. So we'll see what happens. So uh, Kylie Ray did make her debut on the WWE main event, which ended up losing effort to Dana Brooke. So congratulations, Kylie Ray. Again, we'll see what happens. That ends my topic. All right. <clears throat> Next, as I, as I spoke. Go ahead. So, anyways, uh, Henry Ken uh, Cavill, you usually play Superman in Men's Steel movie. Unfortunately, he will not. According to this, DC fans across the globe currently mourned yesterday as a British actor named Henry, Henry Cavill said he will no longer be done in the red cape of Superman in the DC Comics Extended Cinematic Universe. So he's done all the fans around the world where, as this comes after Cavill announced it just two months ago, two months ago in October, that he will return as a man of steel. However, however, he will not make, because whoever's new charge is DC Comics Company, Things are like not not in good shape for for the Superman franchise. So the question is, did Henry Cavill make a good decision or a bad decision? And we'll start with Brandon, of course. Uh, I don't know. It's 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 tough. It's really tough, though. I will say this. I mean, if he didn't want to do that, I mean. That's that's fine if he wanted to do that. But if he wanted to, he's more than welcome to. But again, it could go either way. If you want to, if you want to be in this, want to be a part of that Superman movie once again. I mean, again, it's really tough to answer this. It would be, it would be a good idea. It would be a bad bad mistake on his part. Again. Who knows? Mm. It's it's really it's really tied up in a way in a 50-50. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Eric? What do you think? Henry uh Cavell uh, not playing Superman again? That's kind of a shock. Because lots of great candidates out there that could play Superman. Yeah. So because before you know, like some years ago he was on like a top of, on top of the list. Yeah, like so. he was on the top of the list, but when he announced it on the uh, he already announced it and he will not be turning as Superman, of course. Yeah, that's that's kind of a shock. We don't know who replaced him as Superman, we'll find out for sure. Yeah, all right. Michael. <clears throat> wow. I mean wow. I just couldn't believe it myself. Is that, just, is that what you said? Is that yeah. anything you said? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ivara? 
At this point, I don't give a shit about Warner Brothers. There, yeah. Yeah, and we haven't, we still haven't even got back from Jory Scout yet to see what his thoughts about that. But anyways, that's the yeah. end of my talk. That's the end of my talk. All right, I'll go. So, okay, long story short, let me explain why, have I, why haven't I shown up on r r Well, for starters, um, I've been behind on my class test, and I want to just catch up. And I've done a lot of sacrifices. I mean, I haven't been active on social media and kind of regret doing it. But at the same time, well, what else am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. I've... I've been gone for a lot of weeks, and I do apologize for being, well, especially not telling you guys that I'm that I'm going to be pissy at work, but hey, it really it worked. Hey, it really paid off. I got a, I got B on both of my classes. I'm, right now, I'm having a, a right now, I'm having a, a, a cheery, a cheerful um, Christmas or freeze a day. Yes. Thank goodness you came in just in time. Okay, so who's gotten uh, which topics uh, out of the way now? I know Michael did, uh, Eric, Andrew, and now it's still on his topic, which is uh, Uriel. All right. Yeah, so so I'll real go, quickly, just ask for my uh, movie review and rant. So, just to point it out that um, I'm, I've been I've been studying a lot, and um, I. Kind of regret that I haven't informed anyone that I was studying, but hey, you know what? I I passed up both of my classes, and um, uh, right, and we can have a, a peaceful um Christmas. Yay! Yes. Yay! Wait, what? Oh, jeepers! <laughs> starting to look like Sarbon here. Well, the healing. Why isn't he naked? I like. Wait, wait, wait. What? Like. Why is it you naked so we can absorb all the healing juices? All right. Mick Thomas says, hey, boy, what are you doing? What do you mean, boy? Don't call us boy. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Mix me the fuck out. What kind of, hey, Mick, what kind of question is that? What do you you look like we're doing? Are you writing the book or something? What I say, boy. What I said, boy. I said, boy. What I said. What are you doing, boy? Nice, my nice kid. It's a few fries short of a half meal. Hey, hey, boy. Damn, hey, Mick, son. Run. I said, run for your life. <laughs> Mick, hey, boy. Now, boy, what boy. in tarnation is Evangelion? Hey, boy. What are you doing? What does it look like well, we I, were doing? Now, I said, what kind of? I said, what kind of retarded nonsense is this? Yeah, what kind of question is that, Mick Thomason? Hey boy, oh, yeah. what are you doing? Read, read the, read the title of this episode. You should have known. Yeah, read the title of the episode, and we know what we're doing. We're doing a podcast, rant and rave. It's cool. I mean, oh, we're just nobody reads anymore. We're having fun as we always do. And yes. speaking of, um, and speaking of doing the show, um, have you already ended your topic, Yuri? That's it. All right, Brandon, right. you go yeah. ahead. Yeah, you say you're going to come up with something on the fly, other than. That the Mandy Rose thing because you know, yeah, you or South Banks, but it's all good. But actually, it's gonna be less wrestling related as well. Rock Lesnar versus Gunther. Oh, I heard someone uh, sent me that on on Facebook Messenger, and you know what? I think that's a very interesting bout to have at WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean, it's I, hope, be I hope a- kicks Brock Lesnar's ass. Yes, 
I mean, and that's the thing. It's going to be is a good old hoss fight between both Gunther and Brock Lesnar. I mean, again, this is going to be, you know, man, I'm trying to think. Oh, gosh. There we go. I mean, this is going to be a really, really good matchup, you know, with, you know, Paul Levesque, you know, with all has going to get all the top matches laid out. And then. But the question is, will Gunther still be Intercontinental Champion come WrestleMania? That's a really good question. I mean, even if Gunther would not put the title on the line. I mean, the thing is, it would be a travesty if he lost that belt to Brock because I don't want Brock. Oh, winning. yeah. To be honest with you, if there's one title that I adore the most other than the U.S. title before it changed its design and, you know, a couple of years ago, I'm going to have to say the Intercontinental Championship is like one of my favorite titles. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I mean, hopefully this will will be making this happen, you know, going into WrestleMania 39. And plus, on top of that, we're getting really much there to the road to WrestleMania along the way to start off Royal Rumble next month. Looking forward to that. The true start of the road to WrestleMania happens on the first uh, WWE programming, the main programming of the new year. That's true, yes. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, I mean, I mean. Look at the WWE video games and they had the road to WrestleMania mode, you know, say more. Yep. There you go. But, yeah, I would say in this one, you know, make it happen. Gunther and Brock Lesnar. Just, I would say I, not, not I, for I the would, title. I, I would love to see that match just to see Gunther beat the holy high hell out of Brock Lesnar's ass. I want to see that happen. Same thing with Kyrie, to, you know, beating, beating down uh, Sasha Banks. Oh, yes. But, yeah. That will do it for my topic regarding to the Brock Lesnar versus Gunther for it set to be for WrestleMania 30. Nah. If, they, if, they're, if they're able to get, you know, to, yeah. to work their way. For sure. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we've hit the one hour and 46 minute mark. And now it is time for me to give out my rant slash, well, my review slash rant of a Happy Madison uh, animated film, a Christmas oh, film. No. Known as Adam Sandler's eight. Technically, it's Hanukkah. Huh? Technically, it's Hanukkah. Well, it doesn't matter. It's Christmas, Hanukkah. Eight crazy I mean, nights, right? Eight crazy nights, right? Yes. Folks, this movie. I mean, other than the 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 songs within then the movie. I mean, it's kind of okay when they have the songs. Because in most Christmas films, most of them have musical numbers and all that. And I'm actually okay with that. This movie does have that. However, in this film, there is a lot in this film that offend me to a point where I'm like, now I can understand Romy's point of view of Happy Madison films that, are, that have some of them with Adam Sandler that can be very, very obnoxious, very... And very, you know, egotistical and very, you know, offensive to most, you know, things. And I'm not talking politically correct here. I'm talking like things that offended me in regards to what they're trying to make a joke of 
and what they're also trying to do as comedic effort, which to me was tasteless. So you have Adam Sandler portraying this person, portraying a Jewish guy who is basically once used to be a good kid, now a piece of crap, yet has only eight nights to, to clean up his act before he gets put into jail for 10 years with no probation because of all the stuff that considering his, you know, he used to be a good basketball player and keep in mind, most of the, these uh, happy Madison films with Adam Sandler has to cover somewhat of a sport like golf, basketball, or, or anything for that matter, which to me is kind of weird. Like it's like they have, like, it's like Adam Sandler has this obsession of wanting to cover a movie that has something to do with a sport. But I digress. So, an opening, the opening was kind of okay because of the musical score that he did. I mean, it was actually pretty good for the music, with the music numbers. But then as we advance into the movie and we're being introduced to Whitey, who's also a main, also another main focus in this, ser- in this um, movie. And I'm not going to lie to you, the voice actor was kind of going over the top regarding to this like that. I'm like, okay. I mean, you know what? It's kind of like with, with me, if he was on here and he only spoke Spanish, I'd be like, speak some damn English, son. I can't hear a damn word you're saying. That's like, that's how bad I could, couldn't understand that this old guy being voiced. And again, I borrow no offense. Matt. Oh, don't worry. I got some. Oh, don't worry. If that were to happen, I got some pretty clever comebacks. The best part is you wouldn't understand a single word you, I said. Yeah, kind of like I couldn't understand what this what this old old guy was saying, you know. It must have been, been made. Oh, fucking. This, this movie, I'm telling you. If you thought my regret watching Dragon Ball Evolution was bad, this is one of my top. Oh, jeez! Especially a Christmas film, and I and, I, and is is Romy in the live chat right now? Because I can't tell if he is or not. No, he's a, he ain't. Okay. Um, no. if he watches back on this, just know I'm not doing this rant for him. I'm just basically putting out my review and slash rant because of I can understand his point of view of Happy Mass of certain Happy Madison films. So they get into this basketball game where it's for kids only. I think 12 and under, I believe. And get this. During the game, and also keep in mind, Adam Sandler, he has to have this part where he has to call a technical foul. But he's making fun of this fat kid because he's got, you know, because he, he's not wearing a bra. I'm like, I would find it funny if it wasn't so directly to the point where it's at someone's face. I mean, like, if you're going to make a fat joke towards somebody, at least you have to do it, like, not directly towards them to not ind- to not directly hurt their feelings. I mean, that's how... It uh, look at Paul Blart. You gotta say more. Isn't that, isn't that how it usually works? Like, like dude, this guy's got, got, got bigger boobs to a point where he needs a bra. And, you know... And you don't do it directly at the person you're making the insult towards, right? Now I'm getting Paul Blark flashbacks. Wonderful. It gets better. After the kid starts crying, Whitey says, I think you got very nice boobs. What? 
You just, they just made this guy come off as a damn pedophile. Like, again, that's my boy. And they're trying pedophilia. And they're trying to make the old guy the more, you know, likable one. What's likable telling a 12 year old, old overweight kid that he's got nice boobs? That is perverted and pedophilia up the ass. Yeah, now I'm getting that's my boy flashbacks. And okay, and it's and it gets better. So at, after Adam Sandler tells people that felt offended of what he just did right there, and then they throw their trash, at, you know, at, at the in the gym or the, or you know, in, in the for the basketball place. Guess what Whitey starts doing? He starts having a seizure. Oh Jesus Christ! And, oh, and get this. The seizure where you're having epilepsy, but yet it looked like the dude was break dancing. And this is an animated film where it's like it's like you're you're trying to imitate an epile a person with epilepsy, but that's not how it works. I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you people. My sister, who 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 means the world to me. She had a seizure last Saturday morning at 7.30. I got up an hour before that, and she had one, and that's because she goes through epilepsy, okay? So for the fact that this movie is trying to showcase epilepsy, but yet is doing it to a point where it is so offensive, cringeworthy, and makes you wonder... What the hell was Adam Sandler and Happy Madison thinking? Oh, and by the way, when you're having a seizure, you're not supposed to talk. I mean, he's literally saying to the kids, like, you don't pass it a second, kids. You're not supposed to talk when you're having a seizure. That doesn't make you, you're not, I mean, in order to talk, you need, I think you need air, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. You need, need, you know, you need to breathe, right? Yeah. yeah. So why is this guy telling kids that it'll pass in a second while having a seizure when he's not supposed to be breathing at all? I don't get it. And then they continue on the movie and they're trying to get to parts where, you know, there might be, I don't know, um, a certain person from, you know, uh, Adam's past, you know. Uh, you know, which will become a love interest, you know, of the, the usual step, you know, the usual um, single mom with a, with a kid and all that. And it's very typical for Happy Master to do that. Yeah. And get this. Let me go ahead and skip to the part where we're at, the ba- at, a, ba- at a basketball game where we have the shirts versus the no shirts. Okay. So. Basically, when Whitey can't, you know, do much anymore, like, of anything while he's trying to, you know, because he, like, out of the game because he can't, you know, do that much. Adam Sandler, he's the he's the no-shirts, okay? Guess who shows up? The single mom's kid, which is a boy, all right? 12 years old, I think. Who... And... They're having him play the basketball game 
to take a shirt. What the hell? Like, in my view, you're going to have a 12-year-old kid play a basketball game shirtless with other men who can keep their shirts on because it's a, it's a, like a, it's like a, you know, a team difference. You can be with the ones that have shirts on, but you can't. What does it matter if you don't or don't, or if you do or don't have a shirt on? In fact, why have this kid take his shirt off at all? It's ridiculous. And not only that, Adam, Adam Sandler, you know, his character uh, is trying to bring negative influence to the kid, to, you know, to do uh, the same things that he would do. Like insult the other team after they won. So, and then there's other things too. There are other parts of this film that try to make you, you know, feel, you know, bad for Adam's character. But the problem is, it was, you know, the, the problem is, I can't find anything redeemable about this character Adam is playing. None. Whatsoever. Even with the whole thing, with the, with the Christmas card that his parents left, left him before they died in a horrible car crash. You know, which, again, when he was 12 years old, that was part of the story. Then there's also why he turned into a into an asshole when he was a good person at first. And then while he's staying at Whitey's house, get this. By the way, his uh, Whitey's fraternal twin sister also has epilepsy and does the same thing, the same seizure thing that Whitey does. Uh. Oh, and it's not the first time they do this. And it's really making me cringe, making me offended to a point where I just want to say, Adam Sandler, I can understand why Romy want, wants to take, wants to, wants to bash your head, head in. Now you're probably thinking, Jordan, what about Dragon Ball Z Abridged with Krillin and that seizure procedure thing with Burder and Jason? Here's the difference. Here's the thing. And Dra Dragon Ball Z Abridged is a parody. It's a parody, but here's the thing. Krillin was acting the character was having a seizure where he couldn't talk, where he could I mean, and plus, even though you you can't do the shaking, you can't do the, the movements, still, he was, in fact, they didn't constantly do that over and over and over like this damn film did. Team Four Star knows better. Team Four Star actually knows how to make dark humor look good. This film, this didn't provide any dark humor. It just provided offensive you know, moments to where you're thinking, and, and yet here's the thing, Pete, there are some people in the comments section that like this film. You, I'm sorry, I'm going as far, I'm going as far as saying you got shit tasting movies. I, I'm, I'm, no, I have a, I have a, I have, a, I have to say, where is your morals? Where are your standards? I don't get it. Everything they try to do to make him redeemable and liking was a failure. Then, and then we're trying to find out who gets the, you know, the better person award, 35th annual, yada, yada, yada. And then why he's trying to do what he can to, to, to win that. But then when they finally get, get Adam Sandler to a point where they're going to, you know, get him to cry, actually show some remote emotion. That's when he finally read the letter and the card, you know, those parents left them before they, they died in the car wreck. Hmm. 
And then they get to the 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 ceremony, of course. And again, it didn't really help much. Plus, he was already going to go to jail for breaking entering, which he should have been taken to jail because, again, if he was if he once again broke the law, he would go to jail for ten years. And yet, for some reason, they're being stopped because the woman of the child, who I just mentioned, wants to say, I mean, it's the holidays and all that. And I'm like, what does it matter? You broke into a mall because you were trying to, because you're you're being a drunken mess. And you're wanting to, wanting to have this guy who wanted your son to do negative stuff like he does to give him a chance to speak after acting like an asshole toward, towards Whitey and his fraternal twin sister. But yeah, and then we have another musical there. And and keep in mind, the only thing that I liked about this film was the musical numbers. The everything else, I hated it. I hated it. I I mean, Adam Sandler could be good for, you know, good for singing and all that, but as far as I'm concerned, the rest of the film of the animated film, it did not there was no redemption. I didn't find any redemption for any of the characters at all. And people say Jim Carrey's Grinch is one of the worst holidays, uh, one of the worst holiday films ever. They go screw themselves with their opinion on that because let me tell you something: Jim Carrey can actually play the Grinch better than Adam Sandler trying to pl- play a pretentious asshole in an animated, you know, Christmas classic. If you catch my drift. And then guess what happens at the end after Whitey is finally, you know, given the, you know, given that, you know, um, good person of the year thing and all that. Ready? At right at towards the end of the movie for the credits hit. He starts having a thank you. Oh, really struck again, huh? Yeah. So what happens here? Whitey at the end of the movie before the credits hit starts having the happiest seizure he's ever had. Oh god. Good movie, huh? I, I I'm not gonna lie. This movie, other than the musical scores, I, I hated this movie with all the other stuff that happened. Now keep in mind, I'm giving my opinion on the on the musical parts with the songs and all that. But but the the thing is the storyline and all that, and everything and every character in it, I hated it. I I, I mean, and I don't want to ever watch this movie again for that reason. I mean. The only thing I liked about it was the musical parts. At other parts, I hated, you know, because of the story, the, the storytelling, the character buildup, and basically everything in between except for the musicals. I just hated it. I don't want to ever see this film again. I give this an F minus. I give this a minus 10 out of 10. I don't ever want to see this god awful garbage ever. I must. And. Typical, I mean, I'm not surprised that this is from Happy Madison because it's it screams Happy Madison all over again. Mean, mean spirited characters, stupid, stupid, just stupid about the actions that the characters have to go through, dumb plot lines, no laughs, etc. Yep. And people defend and people defending them. No, he's awake. Yep. <laughs> oh, goodness. And I'm staying awake. I'm trying to. It's almost that time. 
Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Daisy. Jordan. Pretty kitty. <clears throat> yes. All right. Yep. I I've looked. I, I've seen Nostalgia Critics review of uh, of um a crazy nights and it's. Mm, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna get my thoughts on it because reviews don't count. But just by looking at the clips, wow, it's vile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Concern. This is. I mean, not gonna lie. This isn't as bad as you know Dragon Ball Evolution. I will give it that much. But as far as I'm concerned, this is the second movie I this year that I hated, and I had to do a, a review slash rant. Now, I know Romy might find it very, you know, very, you know, shocking that I like the musical parts. But the thing is, the one thing he might, you know, respect is that I hated the film with its story building, its character development, and everything else as a whole. I mean, at least. The only thing I like in a Christmas film, you know, in my view, is some musical numbers, you know? I mean, that's the only thing this film had had for it that was good. But I can't just simply say that that's just the only good thing because, the re- I mean, it also needs some build-up for the story, some development for the characters, for them to be likable, to you know, not for them to be, be not likable. That's not what a Christmas movie should be made out of. It's Happy Madison's. Good luck trying to find at least one likable character in those funny, movies. It's funny it's called Happy Madison. Yet this, they, they can't make you know a Happy Holiday-like film to look good for animation. Yep. I like the chances of Adam Sandler getting a goddamn Oscar. He was just close to getting an Oscar for um, his performance on Uncongenous, but all of a sudden, never happened. The only thing, the only movie I liked Adam Sandler in was the movie Click. That was it. The holidays are for me. What the hell? Never mind. My, my bad. I, mean, I know a lot of people might be mixed on what I have to say right there in regards to the movie Click, but I kind of like that film. Hmm. Yeah, I think it was a sad, you know, watching Eight Crazy Nights. That was a sad story, though, when his parents were killed in a car accident. But but the thing is, that's only a sad story. They're trying to, you know, make, you know, they're trying to build up story for the character to look likable. But every time he tried to be looking likable, he just blows it out of proportion and makes it and and makes it worse. Yeah, it's just not only less angry. That's what Happy Madison films are all about. They're not all about character development. They're about character destruction. So, yeah, they're mostly playing it for laughs, which laughs in happy Ma- in happy Madison films is very is about as rare as um, polio disease. Nope. Hmm. You'd probably ask me why do I like the film Click, but I hate the 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 eight cra- crazy nights. Thing is, at least Click had some redeeming qualities, and on top of that, there's a story behind it where it teaches you a lesson to not take your life for granted and try to fast-forward through it, like as if you want to go through everything and and then miss the most important things in your life, and that's a lot of family moments that you should have been there for. Mm-hmm. I know they put Dragon Tales on, on, that, on that movie. Yeah, but then, but then they also evolved of what, from that to watching CSI, which I got to give props to that. 
This is the one where they, they found the lady's arm. I might have to show you that film one day. I know I'm not going to show Romy that, but still. Mm. Because I know, I, I bet, I know he's probably seen it. I know he's probably did a review on it. But the thing is, I can't trash that film. I mean, I liked it. But I have my own opinions as to why I like it. Uh-oh. But, but the reason why I disliked Eight Crazy Nights was because the story, the character development that they... There's nothing, oh! there's nothing redeemable. Well, what about the fat cat dragged in? Look at the light yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, boy. Nothing. Nothing. What the hell is going on? Yeah, I hate I hated that, you know, animated movie. I recently watched it. I told you guys in the live chat on uh on both of us that I was gonna review it and give a rant on it. I just did, and I'm giving this film an, a minus ten out of ten. This is like the mo most hated Christmas film. Even though it had good uh, musical scores, I just think the whole I just think the whole movie as a whole with its story you know, uh, telling the character build up and everything else, it was all completely garbage. So that's all I got to say right there. Yeah. Yep. It is. Well, I have to yeah, I've, been, I've been told it's been one of is, is hands on one of, if not the worst animated movie of all time. I actually have to say it's the worst Christmas animated movie of all time. Because it's Christmas themed, of course. To be honest with you, I was actually expecting it to actually be a good comedic film. But there are parts in there that I am so offended of. It makes me cringe. It makes me wonder if I should, you know, just... If I should just stop, you know, watching movies altogether. But then again, that's the whole point. Sometimes typical Happy Madison. But, but it's typical, yeah, Happy Madison films. They, they sometimes try to drive you away from watching movies altogether. In fact, this is like the first time I ever ran it on a, on a Happy Madison film, believe it or not. As far Old as... Mall Cup 2, one of the worst movies I've seen in my life. As far as story or animation. Exactly. Only The only thing I understand that can pull off is just drama. God, late, dude. That's a lot of laughs. Um, but yeah, as far as I'm concerned... <sighs> As far as I'm concerned, this this animated film, I mean, it was, I just don't understand, like, what went wrong, but, you know, because as far as animation, people say The Christmas Tree was the worst. Again, I've never seen that. I've heard of it. If it's, if it's The Christmas Tree, it might get out of here. <laughs> I'm trying to see a bridge. <laughs> You know what? Maybe we should, we should do um, a live reaction of that, me and you. Oh my God, yes! To get well, if we are going to do that. Um, the Bardock DLC yeah, uh, gameplay that, soon. We could also do a live reaction before Christmas hits. You know. Oh yeah. 
Or maybe you could do the 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 eradic. I know there's one called um, eradication. Tards equal airborne aids. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> I think I remember seeing. I think I remember seeing one dumbass on Instagram saying that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I forgot what happened, but um, apparently some person didn't like um. Didn't like um, Uncut Gems because it's not funny. Even though it's supposed to be a drama. I forgot who said that. Now, don't quote me on this. My memory is really foggy. <laughs> I quote you on everything, but continue. But, yeah, I, okay, yeah. I know there's another um, a British Christmas special. It's um, it's one about um, eradicate the to the saints or... Oh, eradicate the sands. That—that's the one. Huh. I have better odds of having kids kids with Bailey J. Reaper cancer good comedy. Oh my bad. Good comedy. Sorry. Maybe my sight is not as what it used to be when it comes to reading. Maybe I need glasses. These works. These works like magic. Yeah, not Christmas magic. Oh. Uh, freeze a day but anyway that's all I gotta say right there I, I'm never gonna watch that film ever again because again that those seizure moments that because 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 what I just explained to you guys that my sister had one last Saturday a morning at 7.30 p, at 7.30 a.m. excuse me I'm telling you I felt real offended when they had those seizure moments in that movie, which pretty much mocks people with epilepsy, in my view. Once again, Heavy Madison, they're made to offend people rather than make you laugh. The only film that I find that's a that, that's a guilty pleasure is, you know, freaking Happy Gilmore. And at least, you know, I mean, I don't have, have to try to defend that film up the ass like all these other Happy Madison eptards do. But as far as I'm concerned, this film alone, I'm sorry, eight eight crazy nights can go screw itself. Never seen cr eight crazy nights, but the story and the clips convinced me that it sucks. Exactly, yep, they're made for retards. They really are made for retards. There's only two Adam Sandler movies I liked. Actually, three: The Wedding Singer, because it reminds me of the '80s. And Happy Gilmore because one, uh, the, the 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 golfing scenes are pretty funny, and two, the fight with Bob Barker who turns ninety nine today. Happy birthday, Bob Barker! And the Water Boy was one of the funniest lines ever, and one of my favorite lines is, "I like Vicky Valacore. She likes me back, and she's got her movies, and I like them too." Right to his mother's face. I mean, who? who I, I wouldn't dare say that to my own mother, saying. Listen, I like my girlfriend. She likes me back, and she showed me her boobies, and I like. They <laughs> <laughs> say that to your own parents, man. You break your mother's heart, man. I'll tell you. That was like the funniest. That, that was one of the fun. Even so, it's like it's almost like dramatic, but uh, or, or dramatic, but it's not really. But the way he said it was too funny. She showed me her boobies, and I like them too. Well, but either way. Um, that's gonna do it for um for episode for episode. <laughs> <one>. <laughs>
this man. This is going to be it for episode 166 of the Red Brave podcast. And um, join us for next week as we um, host the Christmas special of 2022. And also keep in mind uh, in the next two weeks, after after the next two weeks are done, we will have done a whole full year of Rain Ray Podcast staying on schedule on a Thursday <laughs> Eastern Standard Time. And I am so grateful to have a panel like this with some friends to do co-hosting with. Because this has been one hell of a year for Rant and Rave. Oh, now, yeah. the anniversary show may have been sabotaged. But still, this time, 2023 will be the year of R&R. And that, I guarantee you, is a fact. So, with that being said, um, thank you all for joining us. For um, Wait, if I show my mother the film The Water Boy, she she be my I'm motionless for that two by four. Hey, don't tell your oh. mother that you like someone's water boy. She like them too. <laughs> that was, that, that would break her heart, man. But either way, yeah. If you guys um, like this episode, give it a thumbs up. If you missed your chance in the live chat, comment down below. Give us your thoughts and opinions, and also let me let us know of your thoughts of the of uh, Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights. Also, for the release of Mandy Rose due to nudes being leaked and the suspension of um, Matt Riddle, and also, obviously, the confirmed you know watch the Grinch for God's sakes. And also the confirmed release of Sasha Banks and the rumors speculating of Vince May return, which is highly doubtful. And then there's also the results regarding Ring of Honor Final Battle and NXT Deadline, and also the topics given from us all here tonight, and the return of Ibar, of course. And also, be sure to subscribe if you are new to the channel. Hit the notification bell if you have, so that way you'll be notified whenever Brandon does an upload, a premiere, or a live show like this one at all times. Same goes for um, Eric Lima Shenanigans of 1977, um, Andrew Hawking. Michael Bombardier and Ibarbrough Studios and yours truly, the young ball outsider, Jory Scow. And with that all being said, God bless you all. Have a great night and stay healthy for an even better day tomorrow. Now, if you excuse me, I'm going to go ahead and uh, eat my eat some Wendy's for dinner. So, good night, everybody. Yeah! And turn next week for your autographs, the Rainbow Podcast! And yes, folks, I am back. Yay! And do it for Bob. See See yes. Yep, keep ranching and raving. Good night, everybody. <laughs>